and welcome to the Shipwreck Souls podcast series, episode 13, with your hosts, Bill Como and Jonathan Bradford. And we're chatting with David Fiddler, who's been so kind to return. And we've been talking about his extensive broadcast and uh, journalism. Career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very colorful past. And I was teasing David about his love of travel and vehicles of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> We're both car aficionados, so David came cruising up with a truck identical to mine today. I went, oh, look. <laughs> but he's uh, he sailed quite a bit. And um, you told us some stories when we were doing the reading that were pretty amazing about your, your travels around the world. Uh, I Look, I, when we when we were off mic before, and I, I was just talking to Jonathan and and um, and saying I've I've not had an exceptional life. I've just had an ordinary life, and I've done my work, and I've I've done the things that I do. And it's not until you look back that you realise that maybe it was a little bit different. And I I started off with with powerboats, um, and they were too darned expensive for a young bloke with not a lot of money in his pocket. So I went to sailboats, and and I I enjoyed sailing. I would have people on the boat with me who, when you're in a confined space on a on a sailboat, you don't necessarily want to have <laughs> have with you. So I thought I can do this by myself. <laughs> a crew of one, um, yeah, a crew of one, um, and. Not long after I started sailing by myself, I had the spinnaker set up on, on a, on a harbour. I was uh, running before the wind and there was a squall on the horizon and I made the mistake that every sailor makes um, during his life and that is, I can outrun this. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and I got blown flat um, and uh, the, the spinnaker ended up being the, uh, being the biggest sea anchor you've ever seen. I got blown flat twice. The second time was um, was by an American seeking helicopter in 1988, and it was following a um, a convoy of ships into the Darwin Harbour in northern Australia for our bicentennial. And I contacted the radio operator on a an American warship called the USS Oldenburg, and um, I told him where I was. I was on this little 23 foot sailing boat, and said I'd love to get a a photograph of these sea kings which were following the convoy in there were four of them and um there was a there was a pause while he obviously uh, spoke to somebody with more authority than he did and um he got back to me and said um get your camera ready um so i'm sailing through the Darwin harbor and two of these sea kings peeled off and came across the top of my mast about 15 feet above it once again down I went <laughs> wow. Prop, wow prop wash from a sea king is pretty impressive blew it flat yeah blew it oh. flat uh, that's it how big, and that, how big was the thing the sea king oh the, they're huge the sea king helicopters they're um dual, they're, are they the dual uh, no 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 no, okay, no. it's, so a, it's a, a, a single uh, a single, single rotor, rotor but they're they're big aircraft um but that these things it's it's an adventure uh, as they as they say in the classics, the um, the difference between adventure and ordeal is uh, is attitude, and um, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quote him on that. Yeah. <laughs> so now you you sailed upwards of what a fifty foot by yourself? Fifty five feet was um, was the boat that I I I I'd sailed across the Indian Ocean. Um, I, and that's not uh, that's not necessarily the easiest ocean to sail, is it? Well, it was, uh, and and that's what convinced me to go single-handing across oceans i i was sailing to uh, goa in india from northern australia delivering a boat 
And I sailed north of the Indonesian archipelago, and a lot of the charts had been written by the Dutch East Indies Company in the 1600s and hadn't necessarily been updated. They had been for the major sea lanes, but I'm staying out of sea lanes because I don't want to meet a big boat in the middle of the night. Right. Um, There were a lot of um, uh, unlighted nets and, and so on, so I thought, this is no good, and I dashed out between two islands into the Indian Ocean and sat on the 100 Fathom Line, and it was beautiful, and it was calm, and um, I sailed to the Maldives. And uh, wow. there, were, there were some some reasonable swells, but not. it was just nice. I, I thought, well, I, could, I can do this, and, uh, and absolutely loved it. And I, I became a single-handed sailor and loved every moment of being a single-hander. The... The only disappointment in my life was you see, particularly when you get out into really deep water, you see some fascinating wildlife mm. and you want to show somebody. Yeah. And there's nobody there. You go, uh, uh, look, come look, 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 and there's nobody to show. So you try and take a photograph. But because you're photographing the water, there's no point of reference. Mm. So you can't tell whether the wave you're looking at is three feet tall or 30 feet tall. And you can't tell the size of the fish that you're looking at, whether it's a sunfish having a sleep so on the ocean. So the story or... of the fish was this big. Absolutely. Right? Bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a big boat to sail by yourself. It's though. 35 tons. Um, it's, um, but, but look, it, it's one of those things that people say, oh, you cross oceans, um, you're game. And I say, no, when you're in 30,000 feet of water, there's nothing to hit. It's, it's the people who sail around the coast who've got things to hit. There's little kids on blow-up crocodiles and there's, and there's rocks and, 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 and Australia on one side and New Zealand on the other side and things to hit. So I'd stay in deep water and, and, um, and, and thoroughly enjoy myself. And on a big boat, as long as you take action, of, of, um, precautionary action, the moment you think about it, you're away. So if you think, oh, there's a, there's a squall coming, I'll, I'll shorten the sails soon no 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 no. do it now and you'll be cool you'll be cool physics will look after you well that music signals that it's an end to another shipwreck souls podcast we'd like to thank you for listening and be sure to tune into our next podcast where david will talk about the most frightening at sea experience he had and remember you can find all podcasts wherever podcasts are broadcast including our website theshipwrecksouls.com thank you so much Find out more at theshipwreckedsouls.com. 